There is a way, and that way is forward together. This is the John Peacock Podcast. Welcome to Season 2. Hey, welcome to the show. My name is John. It is great to see you guys. Today is Wellbeing Wednesday. This is episode 17 of season two. And joining me every Wednesday, it is such a delight to welcome again to the show, Mr. Uh, Mr. Brian Silver. How are we doing, buddy? I'm doing well. I'm doing really well. I feel like you, I say that every week. Well, <laughs> that's probably because you are doing well. Today, today I'm doing particularly well. And it's Wellbeing uh, Wednesday, so it's good you're doing well on Wellbeing Wednesday. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. No, I, I like mornings, so I don't, yeah. I don't, uh, you're a morning guy. Yeah. There's moments of grogginess, but that's all right. That's all right. Uh, it's good to see you, man. It's been fun to journey together over these past uh, six weeks. So this is episode, this is like our sixth well-being Wednesday. Yeah. And we've been talking about some strategies for the struggle folks, uh, that are finding this season of life, this moment in history quite difficult, which, I think as most people, we've been offering up some strategies that uh, I'll start with the letter R, which has been really fun. Last week, I heard from so many folks, Brian, on how helpful that uh, story was of you rappelling down the mountain in, in California, fixing your, your eyes on the anchor point. That was so good. So good. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's been a helpful frame for me. I mean, just facing, facing heights going forward and yeah. facing life in general. So, yeah. Yeah. And and today we're, we're going to talk about the, uh, the sixth strategy. But before we do that, uh, some people are wondering, well, what's next week going to be? I mean, mm -hmm. people are on the edge of their seat wondering <laughs> what are these guys going to do? So uh, you and I obviously started uh, chatting a little bit before we hit record here. And what we thought would be fun is a little experiment, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm open to it. Let's do it. And uh, we're going to call this experiment for next week. Ask the therapist, ask the therapist. Some of you are just, you've been hoping and waiting and longing to ask Brian Silver a question. And so I would love for you to do that. So, so here's how this is going to work. Um, if you would email in the question to info at wearemission.com, info at wearemission.com, whatever question you want to ask Brian Silver. He's a Christian therapist, has been for a long time, and you've grown to not only know him, but love him and trust him. Uh, it's going to be fun to see what questions come in. And hey, if this is a huge flop, we'll just do it one week and then move on. But perhaps this, this might be super helpful. So next week, next Wednesday, Wellbeing Wednesday next week is Ask the Therapist. If you have a question you want to ask Brian, send that question to info at wearemission.com. I don't know if we'll get to all the questions, assuming there will be more than a couple sent in, uh, but I think it's going to be pretty cool. So I'm looking forward to that. That will be next Wednesday, Wellbeing Wednesday, Ask the Therapist. And we will respond to that live on the show. But as for today, it is our sixth of six strategies for the struggle. We're going to talk about recalibrating focus, recalibrating focus. That's right. So what are you thinking, Brian? Yeah. So we've set up the first five weeks sort of building foundation around how to move forward, remaking rhythms and um, you know, just setting, setting the tone to move away from fear. We need to know sort of how to move forward where we're going. And so recalibrating focus 
helps us actually build toward something uh, a little less reactive and something really proactive. Okay, so we're going to look at two key components today that are crucial to recalibrating our focus. So first we'll look at recalibrating our joy. Hmm. Um, and then we'll look at recalibrating our purpose. Um, if it's all right with you guys, we'll start with yeah. joy. Does that I sound okay? It. I mean, that's, it's very thematic because we're going through the book of Philippians, as you know, and that is really the overarching theme of Philippians, joy. So yeah. here we go. Let's talk about it. Yeah. So, so joy is a fruit of the spirit. Um, and uh, that means that if we're aligned with the spirit of God, then we'll produce fruit like a tree would produce fruit. We'll, we'll produce joy like a tree would grow, grow fruit. Um, let's be clear, joy is not the same thing as happiness. We're living in a pandemic. And so for many people, uh, happiness is not even close to the radar, right? Life is much more struggle than happiness right now. Um, not only that, but um, for many, you guys noticed last night, you know, around what, six o'clock or so, <laughs> the, uh, the weather took a turn mm -hmm. um, and it, it might not come back. It might not head back toward those 80s that we've That's been experiencing. Right. That's right. And a lot of us really struggle with, uh, with weather change, with season change. Yep. Seasonal sure. affective disorder is a very real thing. Um, it's, it's defined in psychology as a major depressive disorder that's seasonal. Really? Do you see and, a lot of folks that struggle with that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's yep. very common and, um, and it's, it's very impactful. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it can really drain energy. It can really take a toll. So, so to have the one, two punch of the pandemic mm -hmm. and then the you know, the seasonal change. Wow. For some people, this is going to be a really, really brutal season emotionally. Mm. I mean, even more so than it's been. And I, and I don't say that predictively. Um, I'm not encouraging you to own that in your brain as like, okay, well, I guess it's going to get worse, but more let's, let's just be real. There is, some, there, there is some real hard truth to how the weather affects people. And those of you who experience that, you know exactly what I'm talking mm. about. You're probably already starting to feel that. And so, so this, just a little side note, we'll move on. We're not going to spend a bunch of time on seasonal affective disorder, but as we get into joy today uh, and talking about the difference between joy and happiness, I want to be really clear that if you have seasonal affective disorder, if, you know, if you're falling into the category of a seasonal major, major depressive disorder, um, that could be a big enough roadblock to actually uh, stop you from engaging the skills and tools that we talk about uh -huh. um, together. Wow. And so if, if, that's a, if that's a problem, um, that's a problem that you're not alone in, and please take the, the time to get support, get help in that. Because uh, if, if you don't, that might, actually, that might actually just be so overwhelming that then, then you can't use the good skills and tools that will help empower you past it. So you know, talk to a therapist, talk to some friends, um, get some good strategies or skills for how to, how to work through this. Um, you know, get a, uh, get a, a light for your, yeah. for your table. I've heard those are helpful. Top light or something yeah. that, uh, that, you know, mimics the, the sunlight. Move to Florida, uh, things move, of that nature. Move to Florida. Yes. 
Yeah, John, did you tell them that we're we're shifting the, the show to I did, but the winter? Now that I bring that up, it's probably a good time to to say that the show is now going to be a live broadcast from from Florida. So perfect yeah, mission. Um, I don't know. Are we thinking Fort Myers? I'm good. Um, with that. I like Gulf Coast. Is good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good with the Gulf Coast. Yeah. Okay. It's gonna be great. Perfect. All right. Yeah, that's big, man. The and it's really helpful for you to to say that i hadn't put that together that oh my goodness pandemic plus seasons changing and it's like you said you're not trying to be predictive in the sense of like hey own that but it's just helpful to not be surprised i think sometimes when when i can struggle the most is when i'm caught off guard when i'm surprised by something and it's just helpful to like just kind of keep that on my radar and have some strategies ready if if and and when that that comes about yeah well it's better to be proactive than reactive yeah yep. Uh, we, yep we talk about it as as coping ahead so um you know you know that there's a good chance that you're going to encounter some struggle if you know that that's been the pattern for you well if if you're prepared and then you don't encounter struggle great but if if you're prepared and you do encounter struggle you're going to handle that struggle struggle far better yeah Yep. Um, so take those steps. Um, you know, if, you know, if, if you're running up against, oh, this joy stuff, I, I just, I don't see how I can get my head around it. I'm just too overwhelmed. You're definitely at that place where you need to talk to somebody so that we can get to a place where we can, we can use these strategies well. So, all right, enough said on that. Um, moving on. So here's the thing. Um, interestingly, if our depression is in check, seasons of struggle actually present a unique opportunity to stretch and grow the mm. practice of joy like no other season can. Mm. Uh, in, a, in, a, in an easy season, joy, we don't really necessarily think about joy the same way. Mm. Um, and when, once we start defining joy, well, this will make more sense. But, but joy in a season of struggle... Um, it grows our practice and our understanding of joy completely differently. So let's define joy. Okay. Um, actually, right before uh, I started prepping for this episode, I, I just kind of sat down and I prayed, God, you know, lead me to the right stuff for this. And almost immediately after praying, I happened to stumble across this, this woman's blog. Her name is Amy. I don't know her. I don't know anything about her. Um, but uh, she has a blog called um, Mother to Brobarians, Navigating the Wilderness. Um, here's what she says about herself. She says, hi, my name is Amy. Welcome to my tiny corner of the universe. I'm a wife, boy mom, Jesus follower, music lover, former high school teacher, and a shamed latte drinker that has recently rediscovered a love for writing. I claim no expertise, only thoughts and experiences. Mm. How, how relatable is, is that? <laughs> so good. Yeah. Okay. Love so I mean, th this is, this is somebody who just gets the season. Yeah. Right. Yep. Just very, very easy to connect with. Hmm. And I, I don't know if these thoughts that she shared on her blog are hers or if she was, you know, posting them from somebody else, reposting them. Um, but she offered some great insight with a side-by-side -side comparison of happiness and joy. Oh, cool. So I, I'm going to just share yeah. these with you. Um, the, the comparison says happiness is an external thing. Mm. Joy is more internal. 
Happiness depends on circumstances. Joy is independent of circumstances. Happiness is an emotional response. Joy is an act of the will. Mm. Happiness is having what you want. Joy is wanting what you have. Oh, whoa. Hold right. on. Hold really on. Give me, stuff, give me right? a second on that one. Yep. yep. Wow. Happiness is having, having what, what you, you want. want. Joy is wanting what you have. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, I, I mean, th these are all things that, that I would, I would tease out, um, you know, from, mm. from scriptures to from psychology right here. She, she did a great job laying mm -hmm. this out. So mm -hmm. let's just go over a few more of these and we'll, we'll circle back to, okay. you know, to touch on a couple of them. Yep. Happiness is external euphoria. Joy is inner contentment. Hmm. Happiness is an effect. Joy is a cause. Happiness is a result. Hmm. Joy is a foundation. Hmm. Happiness is inconsistent. Yeah. Joy is consistent. Happiness is temporary. Joy is eternal. Wow. Amy, so, whoever you are, Amy. Yeah. Bravo. Bravo. Yeah. Mm. I would, very helpful stuff. So, so happiness, let, let's go back. Emotional response versus act of the will. Mm -hmm. Joy, joy is, is something that we choose. It's something that we push ourselves into. It's something that we aim ourselves toward. Whereas happiness, um, hey, we're going to Disney World. Yay. All right. That's awesome. Do we have to wear a mask? Um, yep. Sorry. Okay. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so, I, you know, the, the idea of, of joy versus happiness in this uh, is that uh, joy has a lot more uh, hardiness to it, a lot more grit to it. Uh, it's, it's not this inconsistent thing. So it, it, inconsistent versus consistent. Joy goes like this, right? I'm sorry, happiness goes like this. That was a test. You were yeah, testing yeah, me. That was a just, just checking. <laughs> Where was your correction? You got me last time. I don't know. I just said I was, I was being a little patient. Thanks. I appreciate it. So happiness does this. It ebbs and flows, right? Joy is this through line that holds the line through tough and good. Yeah. Okay. Um, we're we're going to talk about this having what you want versus wanting what you have piece uh, a little bit more in a minute, but I want to, I want to draw our attention to uh, a passage in the scriptures, first Corinthians five, 16 through 18. Hmm. It says, be joyful always. Yeah. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Be joyful mm -hmm. always, mm -hmm. pray continually, yep. give thanks in all circumstances. Did you say First Thessalonians or First Corinthians? First Thessalonians. Okay. Did I say First Corinthians? I think so. But <sighs> all right. Turns out I that is it. That so anyway, I just went through this verse with my kids a couple weeks ago. 
Oh yeah. And it's actually the life verse of Dick and Sybil Towner, who I think, you know, and uh -huh. mentors yeah. huge influences on our life. So that's why I'm like, wait, I think that's first Thessalonians and it is such an amazing verse. Okay. Keep going. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I very well may have, I'm, I'm sorry. You're, I mean, you're testing me twice today, dude. Easy, yeah, bro. That's okay. You know, there were some good verses in Corinth as well, but you know, sure. we'll sure. stick with Thessalonica <laughs> today. Um, so, um, <clears throat> this idea of joyful pray and give thanks, mm. it's not three separate thoughts. Mm. It's not like this is a list. Do these three things. Mm. There's a connection between these things. Um, joy is a choice, right? Be joyful. It doesn't say feel joyful. Hmm. So how do we do that? Well, by choosing gratitude and reaching out to God, he's the author and perfecter of our faith. So be joyful, you know, pursue that, move toward that, by embracing gratitude and mm. seeking God, mm. right? Not just, okay, be joyful. Um, good luck. <laughs> there's, there's instruction right. in that. It, right. there's, it's command and instruction. Mm. Okay. So um, gratitude can significantly impact our outlook. Um, we talked last week about, fear and the anchoring yeah. piece, right? So gratitude is, an, is another anchor. Mm. We can either anchor ourselves to the messiness of a circumstance, to the, to the seeming despair of a season, and it just grows, it gets bigger, it, it becomes more overwhelming to us, it becomes more discouraging to us. Or, mm. or we can anchor ourselves to gratitude and we can anchor ourselves to Jesus, who is the anchor for our soul. Yeah. And, and now, hmm. all the stuff that's going on around us is still happening, and it's still discouraging. It's still overwhelming. We're still feeling a lot of pain, a lot of concern, a lot of discouragement, and... And we're moving forward. We're living in the and as we were talking about mm -hmm. before. Yeah. So right? good. So we don't want to get we don't want to get stuck staring in the wrong direction. This this is actually, um, this is a conversation for another time. We could spend the whole time and, and more on just this. But this is the concept of repentance. Hmm. This whole framework of where we focus, mm. this, this is the gospel. Mm. This is the divine human relationship. Mm. God, says, God says, stare at me. Yeah. As you referred to last week, fix your yes. eyes on Jesus. Yes. Right? And, and we're constantly anchoring ourselves to other things. Mm. And we're constantly floundering. And we're scratching our heads. Mm. It's actually not rocket science. Mm. This is the fundamental purpose. When Jesus says, repent for the kingdom of heaven is near, what he's saying is, is stop anchoring your focus to everything else. Turn, surrender to me. Yes. Like, turn away from that stuff and yes. anchor yourself to me. Oh, that's so good. It reminds me in the Old Testament of the, you know, when they held up this, this, the snake, the whole look and live part, you know, Moses and 
they could only focus on one thing and their life was depending upon that, you know? Right. Right. Oh man. It's good, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so we've got it. We've got to, we've got to build toward gratitude. Mm -hmm. Um, Psalm 35 says weeping may stay for the night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. Mm -hmm. There, There is a permanence to joy when we, when we anchor ourselves to Jesus and gratitude is a helpful way to recognize the blessing in the midst of the desert, the, the manna mm-hmm. that, that appears out of nowhere mm-hmm. in a dry and thirsty land. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's, let's look at a practical tool for this. Um, very simple. I think John, you may have even talked about this resource before, but keeping a gratefulness journal mm-hmm. can be a fantastic yep. tool for helping anchor ourselves to joy. Um, because, uh, because truly hear this joy is more about um, recognizing blessing and anchoring ourselves to that blessing and, and more specifically anchoring ourselves to Jesus mm-hmm. than it is about the circumstance itself. Mm-hmm. And so what we're doing is every morning uh, sort of reminding ourselves of that anchor through this exercise. So it basically you pull out a pen and paper, very simple, and just write down 10 things you're grateful for. Mm. Any 10 things. Yes. Um, I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for um, chocolate chip cookies and whoever invented them. I'm I'm grateful for clean air to breathe. I'm grateful for whatever. Apple cider donuts. Apple cider donuts. The bears being three and oh, I mean, there's so many things. And I think Brian, what you're saying is you're going to find whatever you're looking for. And it's, it's such a simple yet truly transformational practice. What you're saying, you know, for us to stop every morning, maybe multiple times a day, you know, the five minute journal is a great app that you can download on your phone or you can order the hard copy of it. And what it does is it, it helps you, you know, in essence, find what you're looking for. If, if, you're, if you're looking for things to be grateful for, I promise you, you will actually find those. If you're looking for things to be overwhelmed by and gripe about and complain about and fix it, you will find those as well. And it's pretty cool. I had this conversation with my daughters a couple of weeks ago. They're in school. They go to a private school nearby, Wheaton Christian Grammar School, amazing school. And so they're doing school in person, but with masks on, you know, five days a week. And I was asking my daughter about that. And I was kind of baiting her almost to see if she was going to complain. And it was awesome. She said, she said, you know, would I choose to wear a mask? Is that like my, do I love that? She's like, no, but dad, I'm just so grateful that I can be at school with my friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, there it is right there. You know, and, yeah. you know, a child can understand this. You're going to find whatever you're looking for. And it's, it's incredible what this does for our joy when we practice gratitude. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's awesome. That's, that's great. That's, that's great. Your daughter. What, I know. What awesome awareness. Yeah. She's a lot like her mom. It's good news. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, to make sure that we don't run too long, uh, let's, let's shift mm. to purpose because okay. there's some good stuff here that I think is really important for us to wrap up on if we're going to wrap up this, this yeah. series, you know, so, um, purpose, we, 
we get really confused by circumstances and we completely lose our focus on purpose much of the time. But here's the thing, purpose actually can't be stopped by circumstance. If purpose could be stopped by circumstance, most of the Bible would not exist. At least most wow. of, the, most of the, the letters, the epistles, you know, Moses, uh, his journey. I mean, it would just, it would not, it would not even be worth reading. Hmm. And Pharaoh decided to kill all the babies and Moses died. Yep. And Paul was imprisoned and then he was killed. The church was and, over. <laughs> Except that the scripture says, what's that? And the church was over. That's right. And the church yeah. was over. Except that the scripture says no weapon formed against us can prosper. Yeah. Um, and, and it also says, Philippians, hmm. Philippians chapter 2, verse 13 says, for it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. Oh, that's good. Woo! It's, mm -hmm. it's not actually circumstance. It's not us. It's not our gifts. It's not any of that stuff. Those things are great. When circumstances are working alongside of our purpose, when our gifts are getting used, okay, that's awesome. But that's not what drives our purpose. God drives our purpose. Mm. And uh, are we suggesting that God is limited by the pandemic? Mm. Well, you know, I really wanted to use John to impact people this, this, uh, this season, but I mean, this darn pandemic is just, it's just messing me up. I, I guess I'm just powerless against this pandemic. No, I mean, that's not who God is. God, God, as we've talked about, has authority over the wind and the waves and the yes. pandemic and all circumstances. Yes. He has authority over our purpose as well. Hmm. So, um, let's look at what that means. Here's, here's how I would talk about purpose. I think this is a really helpful analogy. It's been helpful for me. Purpose is like the green eggs and ham book. Hmm. Right? Purpose should be the kind of thing that we can accomplish on a train, on a plane, in a house, with a mouse, here, there, anywhere. Okay? For me, I have known for a very long time that the, the purpose that I've felt like God made me and called me to be in is driving me to continually grow in is to meet people where they're at, to walk with them on their journey and to encourage them to take one small step further. Hmm. I, I've felt driven to do that since long before I had any education. I was doing that for friends in junior high school. I was doing that for friends in high school. Um, I did that when I waited tables. I did that when I was a pastor. I do that as a therapist. When I'm on my deathbed, if I have the opportunity to talk to the nurse about it, mm. that's, I'm going to be, I'm going to be walking with her in her life and stretching her to take that next yes. step or him to take his next step. Yes. Right. Like that's, that's just who I have to be. Mm. And if I'm not, if I'm not being that, it's not even, it's not even a doing thing. If I'm not being that, if I'm not embodying mm. that, mm. I'm just not really being me. Mm. So if, if you are sitting in the midst of the pandemic and saying, oh, I just don't feel like I have a lot of purpose. You may need to ask yourself, hold on a second. What is my green eggs and ham? kind of purpose. 
because if you if you're not connected to that you may be unnecessarily feeling limited in really being who god has made you and called you to be right now this very moment hmm. and and there is literally no circumstance again go back through the bible find a circumstance where god was just too overwhelmed to handle it there's no circumstance that God cannot accomplish his purpose through you. Mm -hmm. That's great news because not only um, does that mean that our life has meaning and, and that we, uh, we are not alone in the pandemic. And it means so many things. It, it also produces a ton of life and energy mm -hmm. in a difficult season. You know, you, you, hear, you hear Paul's writings and, and the energy that he brings to the church from a jail cell. It's, it's not because he's, he's living his best life from a, you know, Facebook standpoint. It's because he, he has a purpose and a drive that he knows nothing can stop if God mm. wants to move it forward. Mm. Um, here, here's the, here's the greatest part. I'll, 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 uh, I'll wrap it up with this. Cause I, I know we need to wrap up. Okay. So Galatians six, nine says, let us not get tired of doing what is right for after a while, we will reap a harvest of plenty. If we do not get discouraged and give up, hmm. there's promise in that, but there's also this little after a while thing. Right? And Paul saw this, Moses saw this. Sometimes these seasons go for a very, very long time. And our, our choice to aim ourselves toward joy and, and, and to you know, anchor ourselves to God and allow him to, uh, to empower our purpose, regardless of the circumstance, there's going to come a day when we're going to stand before Jesus and Jesus is going to celebrate joy and purpose together. He's going to look us in the eyes. This is what the scripture says. He says, Jesus is going to say, well done, good and faithful servant. Mm. And we will experience the best of all joy and happiness as Jesus celebrates how we embraced joy before we felt it and embraced purpose before we felt it and how that led us mm. to be the servant that he asked us to be. So if you, if, if you haven't felt any energy, consider this a pep talk. Yes. Like this is Love like, it. this is put your rally caps on. Mm -hmm. We've got, we've got Hold more on. innings to go in this there pandemic. Yeah. There we go. All right. Rally cap is and, on baby. And, and we've got a lot of fight in us. Yes. Even if we don't feel it, we've yep. got a lot of fight in us because we have the power of God in us. Yes. Colossians says, um, something to the effect of in Christ, all the fullness of deity was pleased mm. to dwell and you have fullness in Christ. Mm. Mm. So this is no joke. Mm -mm. It's, it's rally cap time. Yes. You've got the tools, use your rhythms, push against fear. Like let, let's, let's storm the world with purpose and joy because 
in a pandemic, we need both very badly. Mm. And, and you actually could be a part of changing that. Mm. Brian Silver, folks, dude, fired me up. I needed this. Barna is releasing a study saying 40% of pastors will not make it to January 1st. Mm. They've told them that they're quitting. And uh, so for uh, folks that are watching this, that are pastors, man, this has been a gift, but I know everyone is feeling something kind of like that. And I'm so thankful for this episode. I'm so thankful for the pep talk. I'm so thankful for the rally cap moment. Uh, This is important and this is needed. And you've given us, a, given us a gift today on episode 17. Hey, if you would, for sure, there's a friend of yours, uh, no matter who they are, no matter what they're, uh, no matter what they might be doing with their life that is struggling, that is perhaps on the brink of giving up. Would you send this episode to them? If you're watching this on Facebook, so easy, right? You can share it right now. You can even put their name in there. If you're watching this on YouTube, so easy to share. However you're watching this, you can grab at least the YouTube link right now. It's showing up in the comments and you can share this with a friend. Let's help get this kind of word out. This is so important for us to not give up, uh, as you were saying. And I just think down the road, we're going to look back and we're going to see, man, look at that. Look what God did in and through us. Look at the fruit. Look what we learned about joy and purpose in the midst of very trying and difficult times. This has been a gift today. Brian Silver, thanks so much. And remember, next Wednesday is Ask the Therapist. If you have a question you would like to ask Brian Silver, please just just send that in to info at wearemission.com. I think it's going to be a pretty fun experiment. That's all we have today for episode 17. We love you guys. Have a great Wednesday. Peace. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. For more content or to access the show notes, visit johnpeacock.com. Until next time, keep your eyes open, hold tight to your convictions, give it all you've got, be resolute, and love without stopping.